Dependable and local news and talk with Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay in the mornings. Oh, yeah, I'm Andrew McKay. It's the Pensacola Morning News. Joining us every Thursday at this Followed time. by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jenna Barr. Good morning. Good morning. You're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr. 850-437. Brian Kilmeade, Dave Ramsey. Pensacola Right Now with Bobby Rossi. Right, your top three stories here on Pensacola Right Now with Bobby Rossi. Rush you. And Lars Larson. Only on News Radio 92.3. Informative. Local. Dependable. The opinions expressed on this edition of Pensacola Expert Panel are not necessarily those of News Radio 923 AM 1620, but rather the opinions of the sponsor, Claimology, with host Matthew Vanderford. Hello, hello. Welcome to the Pensacola Expert Panel. Beautiful Thursday morning. It is 1037 here on News Radio 923 AM 1620. I am here with Matthew from Claimology. Hello. Hello. Thank you for having me on today. <laughs> no problem. Happy to be here. Happy to finally meet you. So we're gonna be talking all things all things everything really <laughs> yeah that's kind of like we like to have fun on the show so if anyone's out there and they have questions number one about insurance insurance claims i'm a public adjuster and a claimology we help people navigate the insurance claims process and to successfully file claims and what i mean by successfully file claims is to receive what's called indemnification that's a big long word but basically means putting your property back like the way that it should have been we don't do repair work our goal is not to do repair work our goal is to help you achieve and acquire the most money that you're eligible to receive under your policy that happens when an event occurs like last like last night we had some crazy storms that came through so, yeah yeah, yeah. We didn't get washed away thank goodness close yeah. to it but not it <laughs> right right so if you have questions and you want to talk about things we'll also talk about life and the things that like are supposed to prepare us for life mm -hmm. and just how life evolves you know and it's just a great day to be here it's thursday we're alive we're breathing and Take a big, deep breath and breathe it in because we didn't get washed away, right? And yes. we get to see the sunshine. I mean, it's a beautiful, beautiful morning. And tomorrow is Friday. Yeah. And woohoo, let's yeah. be positive. Absolutely, all the time. Yeah. Very cool, very cool. So with storm, I mean, we're probably going to see a lot more storms coming this summer, um, end of summer. What best advice do you have if someone has to file a claim, doesn't know what they're doing? Oh, the, the first thing I'm going to say is, talk to somebody that knows how to file a claim. Yeah. That's like having a car accident or go or like, listen, back in the day, we used to be able to like change our oil and do things for our cars. Cars have evolved. Cars have changed. Like the car that I have now, like I can work on a little bit, but that's not the same as a new car. The mm -hmm. new car, like they have all these computers in them. I'm like, well, are you kidding me? Like I can change a wiper <laughs> blade, but it's like, what are these things in these? I don't, I don't know. You have to take it to a specialized person. Yeah. Claims are the same way now. The insurance world has changed. It has evolved. Laws have been passed. Um, things have been going on in the back scenes within the claims industry. What insurance companies are designed and geared and literally how they operate are so diametrically opposed to what they used to do back in the mm -hmm. day. Back in the day, you used to file a claim, an insurance person would come out and they would sometimes cut you a check right there on the spot. Like literally, like that day, they would be able to make a coverage decision. Okay, it's covered. Yes, here's a check. Have a great day. And like they said, if you have any more damage, call us. That doesn't that's happen. That's not going to happen. <laughs> no, God, like that's rarely. Like I, the last time I saw that happen, God, I was in Illinois. And this was, I'm going to probably say like five years ago, I was on a loss. 
and I was doing restoration work and mm -hmm. we were out there and the uh, captive agent for the insurance company came out and wrote a check on the spot. That's the last time I've seen it happen. Oh my doesn't goodness. happen anymore. Yeah. And so what happens now is that you file a claim. The independent adjuster comes out and says, I'm not able to make a coverage decision for you, which is kind of crazy because they're a licensed insurance adjuster who has the authority by the state and licensed through the financial in, like the finance and insurance department to make coverage decision. That's their job, mm -hmm. but they're not allowed to because the people they work for don't want them to. Mm -hmm. Because what ends up happening is once that checkbook is opened, once the purse strings are opened, that insurance company now becomes liable for the claim. And so the, the, it's, it's just part of the insurance claims process to control the money flow. That's it. The, yeah. It's what it comes down to. So if you have a claim and you had a storm that came through last night and we've had severe weather, there were tornadoes I was just watching on the screen as we were going through, tornadoes touched down outside of Mariana um, and all throughout. But we've had severe weather like all of March. I yeah. mean, high wind, straight line gusts. I mean, severe stuff come through. It was a few years ago that we had an EF3 come through Pensacola. Remember, like right there, it just freaking took out this whole section right on 90 and threw it into the bay. I was like, oh my God, it was, yeah. it was very sad. So, but you don't have to have that type of extreme circumstance to file a claim. You might notice water leaking into your house now, some shingles torn off. You might've had a tree branch come down and hit your roof, get it inspected. And the best thing to do to answer your question is contact a public adjuster. Yeah. Contact someone, not just a roofer, because a roofer, they can put on a roof, but they don't know how to interpret the policy. They're not allowed to. And at the same time, they don't know all the types of coverage that you're eligible to receive. So contacting someone like ourselves at Claimology, we'll come out there, we do a free inspection, we take a look at it. And if there's damage, we can help you navigate that process. And the biggest thing is we do not get compensated unless we help you recover. And I put a personal guarantee on that, which I've told, I tell every insured that I help, mm -hmm. if my fee impedes your ability to recover, I will reduce or waive my fee. Because the most important thing is that you are made whole. I'm here to help the community. We are here as public adjusters to help the community. And the benefit is people then ask me, well, then how is that possible? How are you able to get paid and somebody else gets paid? Well, read it, we write an estimate with the same exact software that the insurance companies use, mm -hmm. but we go in and actually use the software the way it's designed. We actually have to go in and change, like medical billing coding, like you, you go to see a doctor and the next thing you know, you have insurance and they're like, well, wait, why am I getting a bill again? Well, because there's coding that's involved. And there's a lot of different aspects that we have to use to help negotiate and get the most value for the claim. And so when we write a claim, we've been trained, I've been trained by attorneys to prepare it like it's court, to keep it out of court. But in the event that you go to court, you win. And the goal is not to put these claims into the litigation system, but at the end of the day, we have to always remember, we cannot force the insurance companies to pay you no more than you can force your children to love you. Mm -hmm. You can tell them you love them all the day. You can feed them. You can, you can clothe them. You can get, go, send them off to college. At the end of the day, <laughs> they might be like, yeah, thanks for the free education, but Bye. I'm not coming home for Thanksgiving <laughs> later. You know what I mean? It's like, it's the same thing with insurance companies. You give them the premium money, you talk to their agents. And at the end of the day, you file a claim and they're going to be like, yeah, thanks for the premium money. Have a great day. Yeah. Like, what do I do? Mm -hmm. And that's why a public adjuster is so important because it's our job to help navigate the insurance claims process successfully for someone. Yeah. And yeah. that's not something you do all the time. You know, that might be the first time you do. I mean, how often is it that you have a recurring 
Most claim. people don't. Yeah. I mean, the homes, you, you purchase a home, more than likely you're going to have a loss in your home sometime. Mm-hmm. And it's typically going to be a fire or a water burst. And the most common will be a water damage claim. Mm-hmm. And so you have to look out for the policies that you purchase because there's policies that exclude water damage or limit how much you can recover. There's a lot of insurance companies out there that are doing the managed right to repair program, which you have to be very mindful of too as well. Um, and that's saying, hey, if you don't choose our program, we're only we're going to limit how much money we give you. I say, wait a second, that's kind of weird. So <laughs> look into that. If there's a company out there that's offering you that, just be very, very mindful. Talk to your agent to see if there's something else. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's the benefit of being a public adjuster. We don't sell insurance. So if mm-hmm. you want to call us with an insurance question, and what's the number here? It's eight five zero. Four three seven sixteen twenty. You can text in any questions. Yes. For us this morning. Yeah, absolutely. Answer. So give us a call and text in, mm-hmm. and you can always reach us at www.insuranceadjusterschoolhouse.com. You can email us at info, or excuse me, it, actually the best thing is to do is claims claims at insuranceadjusterschoolhouse.com. I awesome. Yeah, claims and you guys are in, on Facebook too, right? And we're on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Claimology. Yeah, check us out there. Insurance Adjuster Schoolhouse there and on Facebook. Um, so there's a lot of ways to contact us, 850-684-4794, all those good things. <laughs> but, you know, I got to get it out there. We have a limited time. But, yeah, I mean, you, people don't typically file claims all the time. Yeah. But you'd be surprised how often we I have repeat insureds who will file a claim, mm-hmm. and then the next thing you know, we have another claim to file because a pipe burst, or they had a dishwasher overflow, mm-hmm. or their child stuck something in the toilet, and bloop, everything would happen. Or yeah. their shower pan failed, and the next thing you know, they're like, oh my God, why do I have water everywhere? And that's why. So there's a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. Always a stressful situation, though, that you would need some advice, someone else to help you out with. So, you know, you're going to want to contact someone who's honest and can honestly help you. Um, so, again, if you have any questions, 850-437-1620 um, with Matthew here on the Pensacola Expert Panel this morning. Quite an expert in it. I'm, like, blown away with stuff about insurance. I feel like I'm, like should know way more <laughs> well it's interesting like i like it's interesting we have a principal expert panel i'm here representing like in the public adjusters however i've, I've been in the industry the insurance mm-hmm. industry for 10 years most people like they acquire the only thing they know about insurance is their car yeah and they get into an accident next thing you know their, their car might get totaled or it's like i thought i had gap insurance or i'm upside down or i'm and i was like my body my car doesn't look the same anymore it's like you know what i mean yeah that's their only experience home ownership is very different. Mm-hmm. Homeownership stressful. There's a lot of burden that's placed on the insured to make sure that their property is maintained. There's a lot of things that are required under the policy that most insureds have no idea about. Why? Because it's not something that's spoken of or it's not something that's talked about. Mm-hmm. So getting becoming insurance savvy is extremely important. Things that should be taught about, like, hey, like, hey, before you leave high school, before you leave college, like, hey, <laughs> or before, like, hey, you should understand the principles of insurance. Like, you're going to buy a home. Oh, guess what? Not only, like, I think that'd be a great idea. Like, hey, you're going to purchase your home. You should probably take an insurance course, just a crash course of what insurance does and what you're eligible to receive, X, Y, Z. So it's pretty helpful. You're preaching to the choir ah. here. <laughs> Graduating high school and not knowing anything about insurance. Guilty. Yeah, I mean, I didn't either. But yeah. I mean, I, how, how are you supposed to know? I didn't know until I got into the business. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I got into the business through the restoration side. And I did, and I ended up, be, and it was only through marketing and yeah. business development that I became intimately knowledgeable Mm -hmm. with how insurance works because we would bill for the bill and then we'd have to fight to get paid on services that were covered and then we started to slowly learn things about the claims industry and it's like oh my god oh wow this happens 
oh, well, you should do this. You're, you're supposed to do this. Oh, my goodness, right? And once you know, it's like it pieces all together perfectly. Yeah, yeah it's like a puzzle piece. <laughs> yeah. And I'm far from Funny it. how that works. <laughs> yeah, right? Isn't it? Like there's And there's so many more. And, you, and there's a great saying by Jason Hall from Five Channels. He's a great dude. On the back of his, uh, I've kind of listed him here before, on the back of his car, is he's got an acronym. He says, you don't know what you don't know. Mm-hmm. And you don't know what you don't know. And that's kind of scary because you're yeah. like, oh, my God, I don't know. But the reality is like even though I have been in the industry for 10 years, there are people that are way beyond me that are so much more knowledgeable mm-hmm. that are that are dealing with things on a totally different level on the inside workings on the mechanisms of the insurance that it's like oh my god like this is really intense so it's it's just helpful i'm super grateful for having this experience because it's also broadened me into so many other avenues about how insurance is actually a financial responsible thing like take for example one of the things i want to touch on was being prepared like take for example we had a storm come through last night and a couple more over the weekend, last weekend, or two weekends ago, whatever it was. And then mm-hmm. earlier in March, we had more severe wind come through. And it's like, okay, I wasn't prepared for this. Well, let me ask you a question. How much money do you have on hand right now to fix your roof or to prepare? Or like you file a claim and an insurance adjuster is not going to send you a check today. More than likely, you're probably not going to get a check within 30 to 60 days. Probably, if at all unless they decide to want to investigate your claim more. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is unless you have cash on hand, your home is left in disrepair. So one of the things to do, right? It's like, oh my God, I'm just trying to pick my <laughs> just car the thought note. thought of it like, is like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's daunting, right? So one of the things people are able to do is take out what's called a home equity line of credit. And that home equity line of credit, getting a HELOC um, is extremely important. I was hopefully trying to have a guest on today, but probably next time we'll have this guest on talking. But a home equity line of credit allows the owners, the homeowners to actually take that home equity out and use it towards repairs and then send that bill to the insurance company. So if you have any equity in your home and if you have it, you don't have to. The benefit is that if you take out a home equity line of credit, you don't have to use it. If you don't use it, there's no interest being used. And most times if you do use it, there's a time period in how long you, like until interest is even applied. So I highly recommend anyone right now who owns a home to be prepared. It's not just going through your house and like documenting what's there. And oh my God, like if a, if a tornado came through or a hurricane came through or a flood happened, like how many clothes do I actually have? Like literally, mm-hmm. if, do you really know like how many, like how much value your clothing is, your shoes or your purses or like your, or your makeup? God, like seriously, like makeup's freaking expensive. Oh yeah. Holy <laughs> crap. Like I'm like, what? Like, like when I was married, like I was like, oh my God, like I look at the, I'm like how much was that mascara brush? She's like, don't touch the brush. I'm like, why? I can't use it to I like feather, <laughs> right? I can't use it to feather my own face. She's like, no, I'm like what? It's a $40 brush. Oh my God. Right. So, but at the same time, that makeup plus your your lotions plus your maybe if, if you're married your shaving stuff plus your stuff in your bathroom your towels your linens like think about it do you have a thousand dollars in your bathroom you might yeah probably now if something were to happen and that's gone would you be able to replace replace it without putting it on a credit card or are your credit cards maxed out or do you want to put it on a credit card or you're like oh my god where am i getting the cash oh man i gotta wait for this now or i gotta wait for the next paycheck or you know what i mean you don't want to have to do that Mm-hmm. So one of those things is to be prepared and how to do that is number one to take an inventory of what you have and to make sure you have the right insurance for it. Because again, even if you rent your home, you have renter's insurance. It covers for things like this. It covers for your outfits, your wardrobes, it covers for your for all your makeup, it covers for, for everything that you have. I mean literally your suits, ties, everything in there. And even some of your business stuff depending upon what you do at home. 
So, and again, that's up to your agent. I'm not an agent. I'm not, I don't want to make, I want to make sure people understand. Talk to your agent about what's going to be covered under the policy. However, in general rule of thumb, most of your things that you have, they're going to be covered. So it's, it's important. Yeah. And we actually do have a, um, someone calling in on the hotline here. So awesome. we're going to put them on for a quick question. Uh, you're on with Claymology on the Pensacola expert panel uh, with Matthew. Hey there. Thanks for calling in. Hello. How are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Hey, thanks for having me. Doing fine. Good question. Um, could you explain the difference between maybe a DP1 and a 3? I'm a small investor with just a few houses, but insurance is going through the roof. And thinking about self-insuring myself just because it's so ridiculous the amount i got to pay. Any suggestions for a small investor, small what? houses? That's a great question. The question was basically to summarize um, for anyone out there. The question was the small investor here on the phone looking to differences between a DP one policy and a DP three, or, or self insuring. So what are the differences? So you're going to have differences um, in your policies, and basically um, a DP three policy is going to be an all risk policy for like you're talking about an investment property for having a renter coming in. So you might, here's another question. You might be thinking about right now whether or not this is going to be an investment property which you're going to Airbnb, which we've talked about beforehand, which is different than having a, a property like a condo or a townhouse come in, which is a shared, like a shared building. Um, but having that policy, you might just be having one renter long term. That's different because you're going to have different insurance for someone that's going to have someone like an Airbnb that you're going to say, okay, I own the home, but I'm going to have people come in and out constantly. You're going to want to have a different uh, different umbrella insurance for that type of um, situation because most oftentimes policies will have exclusions for that. So besides expense and what they're actually going to cover, um, when you're talking about self-insuring, that's a whole nother separate issue because, hey, do you have the liquid? That's what it really comes down to because what you're doing is you're, you're shouldering the risk. And what that risk is, you're paying a premium. And let's say your premiums are, let's say it's $2,000 for the year. 2,000 times 12 months is $24,000 for the year for premium, right? Excuse me, or 2,000 bucks for the year. Let's just say it's 2,000 bucks for the year, whatever it is. Or, or whatever your policy premiums are. I mean, it's, it depends on what, how expensive. That's pretty high. Yeah, so, I mean, it depends. I mean, I mean, depends on what, where you're going to no, be at. So you want to calculate that risk. Okay. Now you want to offset that. Like take example for like flood insurance, flood insurance might cost you 400 bucks for the year. Well, you multiply that times how many years, I mean, is it well worth it to get flood insurance? Absolutely. Because in 10 years at 400 bucks, I mean, do the math. I mean, it's $4,000, right? So I'm spending $4,000 over the course of 10 years, as opposed to if I had a loss in the next three years, 40 grand. Does that make sense? So you always want to calculate any type of insurance that you get, what's the offset? What is my premium calculated over? Let's just say 10 years, five, or because you, you might plan to flip the house in five years. Yeah. And so you say, I'm going to keep it for five years. I'm going to put so much of my premium in. And again, the things to think about are going to be fire, water, and wind. I mean, we live in a community where hurricanes happen quite frequently, tornadoes and freak storms. We just had these wind events. More, more than likely, you're going to have some wind damage or water damage. Do you have that liquid? to go ahead and just pay for it or dump it, sell it as is. What's your risk? What is the tolerance of risk that you're willing to go for? If that makes sense. I hope that answers your question. Yeah, I think so. Any other suggestions you might have? Any other, other can you put them all on one policy? Oh, or anything else besides the DP1, DP3? Is there any 
thing I'm missing? It's really going to depend, and that's going to depend on the insurer and your location and the age of the home. All of these things are going to be different, and your and an agent will be able to help guide you in that because again, they're going to be able to they they have access to the metrics that the insurance companies use. I don't have that because I'm just a public adjuster. I I don't represent an insurance company. Don't sell policies. So aside from the coverage themselves, the limits like a DP one and a DP three, there will be different types of coverage of what will be covered and what won't be covered. So you're going to want to look at that. Your exclusions, the exclusionary list will be bigger on a DP one as opposed to a DP3 list. So you're going to want to look at that. A DP3 should be an all-risk policy, meaning anything if someone sneezes and blows their nose and the house falls over, you're covered. A DP1 will have different exclusions on there. So you're going to want to look at that a little differently. So take a look at what you're willing to put your neck out on the line for. Does that make sense? Right. right. And, I, and I would always, always yep. advocate. I, I, I don't sell insurance. But I was hoping you had a better idea. Uh. <laughs> I hoping there was something I missed out uh. there. But unfortunately, it's just... It's just a high risk either way, or high money or high risk. So. Yeah, in the state of Florida, right, people are pulling out of the market. Yeah, so thank you so much for the phone call. Thank you. Yeah, that was a great question. And insurance companies now are pulling out of the marketplace. They are. And so it's important to kind of look at that. Very awesome. Very awesome. And again, if you have any other questions that your specific question you want to answer, we only have a couple more minutes here, but make sure you could text them in or call in 850-437-1620. Even after the show, if something pops in your mind later today, text it over. We'll make sure it gets over to Matthew. You can find information on him at uh, or on Claymology on their website, Facebook, give them a call. <laughs> yeah, we have people reach out to us through Messenger on Facebook. They'll mm -hmm. send a question in like, hey, this is what's going on. That's an awesome way to do it. I mean, you want to take a look at us there. It's a really, really quick, easy way, and it's really simple. Yep. Very awesome. And so what other advice um, do you have for just maybe things coming in this season with, um, so Airbnb, that's going to be a big thing this summer, especially. Any advice you have just if you're in a really tough situation with something awful do you see a lot of that or yeah, we do and the best thing is to don't short change yourself don't mm -hmm. try to take a shortcut when it comes to insurance people try to underinsure themselves mm -hmm. and that's no good there's things things called co-insurance which you're supposed to like insurance companies will have a grace and say let's say you have a hundred thousand dollar property they're typically required to at least insure up to eighty thousand dollars eighty percent of that meaning so if you have a full total loss they'll go ahead and pay for the whole thing however i've dealt with claims on other sides where they've been underinsured mm -hmm. trying to save premium money and the next thing you know they have a loss and the insurance company dings them with a penalty it's like nope you actually owe for more insurance we'll still cover you but we're, we're gonna withhold some money because you're underinsured and that's they're they allowed to do that it's in their policy so don't try to like unless you and again everything comes down to calculated risk if you know what you're doing and you're saying i'm taking a risk then go take that risk go yeah. jump off that building without a parachute see what happens you might land you're gonna land you just might not get back up who knows yeah same thing with your house <laughs> same thing with your property so take the risk don't take the risk think about it call somebody and then get, get some advice get some advice <laughs> right 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 an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure truly truly how you treat yourself now, it's and it's self-care. It all comes mm -hmm. down to self-care. Care for yourself. Become knowledgeable. Invest in yourself. And then you're going to have much more peace and happiness because you're going to be like, oh. I mean, we do live in a world. Unless you don't really, unless you want to go back to horse and buggy stuff. I mean, forget it. You live here. Take care <laughs> of your stuff. Yeah, yeah.
<laughs> well, thank you very much, Matthew. I've learned a lot in the last 30 minutes. I'm a little bit stressed out about it. Not really, no. but but again, it's just life. You don't know what you don't know. Right. And if you have any questions, thanks again. I've loved spending this uh, last segment with you. Awesome. Thanks for having us. No problem. Again, you're listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Gracie Wolf on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620.